Well, since the legalization and the expansion of sports betting, there has been an increase in the number of post-secondary students who have developed a gambling addiction. These are numbers out of the United States. And joining me to talk more about this is Oliver Staley, writer of Health and Technology and editor at Time magazine. Oliver, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. Uh, Take us through the numbers, if you can, and and what you're seeing uh, in the U.S. as far as uh, post-secondary students and gambling addiction. Sure. So one of the interesting things about this is that it is so new that we don't have great numbers yet. There was a study uh, from about 10 years ago that was what we call a meta-analysis. It summed up 17 other studies or surveys of college students, and it found that Um, college students in the United States, uh, actually, I'm sorry, this is a global number, not just the United States, but college students around the world uh, tend to be, about 10% of them are addicted to gambling. That's a clinical diagnosis, um, which is far greater than the general population. Um, Usually uh, the estimate is about 2 to 5% of people globally are addicted to gambling. So college students may be up to uh, twice or even five times as addicted. uh, And uh, as the general population. Now, this, again, was a, a study that was 10 years ago before we've seen the huge explosion in uh, mobile sports betting, which has happened both in the U.S. and, as I understand it, in Canada in the last few years. So, if anything, that number is now likely to be higher. And is it because the, the expansion of that and the, the companies, are they specifically targeting people in that age group or post-secondary students? I, I wouldn't, I don't, Yes and no. I, I think they are. Um, they are. In some cases, they are uh, um, marketing to people on their phones. Um, and as you know, um, mobile advertising sort of follows the activities and interests of the people who uh, who use those phones. So if, if people are curious about sports gambling and they're using their phones, they're going to start seeing more and more ads. And the more they participate. In sports betting, they're going to see uh, just increased number of ads, and those ads are going to follow them around. So even if they're trying to avoid sports betting apps, those ads are going to follow them on on Facebook and Instagram and whatnot. And yes, of course, uh, the more you're on social media, the more likely you are to be a young person. Um, But we're also seeing ads, uh, I'm sure this is the case in in Canada as well as the U.S., uh, just blanketing all sports, on televised sports on TV. So it's it's increasingly impossible to avoid uh, marketing for sports betting. And when we talk about post-secondary students as well and, and the impact, and like you said, that's a, a much higher number of 10% are showing an addiction to gambling. I would imagine, too, that it's it's more of a financial loss and that we're talking about people that maybe are living with student loans, haven't yet started their careers, so they're not bringing in big salaries, but could be losing a substantial amount of money. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, I think it is... Um uh, it, it has a greater impact on, on, on people of limited means, for sure, uh, people who don't have. And, you know, particularly for people, young people from lower income families, they may be their first first of their family to go to college. They may be relying on student loans and um, they may be spending that student loan money on, on, on gambling or um, making up for losses elsewhere. Uh, and they don't have a, a familial safety net to fall back on. They don't. They can't ask their parents for help uh, because their parents don't have any money to help them with. So yeah, uh, you know, young people, and particularly young people from um, uh, from lower income backgrounds, are particularly hard hit.
Uh, is this getting enough attention or is it, or is there reaction to this in that support groups and therapy groups that maybe in the past hadn't really considered post-secondary students, uh, the, 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 a group that needed more help? Are they recognizing this or are we seeing these groups reaching out? I think it's very, very early days, and it's only from my reporting, uh, call, talking to universities in the United States, they were only beginning to wake up to this reality. Uh, universities, and this is probably true in Canada as well, uh, have um, fairly developed systems for addressing uh, mental illness, like the depression and anxiety, uh, and uh, to a certain extent for dealing with substance abuse. Gambling addiction sort of falls between the cracks, and a lot of universities just don't have a mechanism for catching it, and they don't have a mechanism for treating it yet. Um, and most, it, you know, it's it's not beyond their ability, but most uh, therapists and counselors on campuses aren't really trained in addiction, in gambling addiction. Um, and universities, uh, they don't really know how many people have this problem because they're not asking those questions. You know, they. They tend to survey students about their mental health, but they've never asked them about uh, gambling addiction yet. And so they're just in the very beginning phases of doing this. Um, And I suspect they're going to have some eye-opening numbers when they conduct those surveys. Well, and it does seem like that, uh, like we're at least starting to get a better picture and and starting to see how much this is having an impact and in many cases a negative impact on this age group. Absolutely, yeah. No, it's, you know, there's... This is a particularly vulnerable age group, in part because you have young people who are just leaving home for the first time. They're they're experimenting in in all sorts of behaviors, uh, some healthy, some less than healthy. Um, but it's there's peer pressure when you're uh, you know in, in the U.S. we have a lot of fraternities uh, where young men are get together and they watch a lot of sports together and they start betting on sports together. Um, there's not a lot of um, uh, mechanisms to slow that, uh, particularly when you're surrounded by uh, a peer group that's encouraging it. Um, you know, uh, I made a lot of bad decisions when I was in college. <laughs> Many people do. And I suspect, um, you know, one of the problems is gambling addiction. Uh, once it, it gets your hooks in, it's, it's very hard to, to shake off. And it's a problem that could follow them for the rest of their lives. Well, Oliver, it's a very interesting article. Thank you so much for making the time and for coming on the show this morning. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.